This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Towards the World Cup starting this weekend, uh, we are chatting through uh, all the teams and the pools for the next um, wee half hour. But great catching up with uh, Brendan Smith here, Kempi, out of the UK. He sounds pretty, uh, you know, ready to go, fizzed up. Oh, he's happy. He's a he's a he's a larrikin too. He's got so much. Uh, It'd be a fun roommate. <laughs> uh, well, Jared Warrior Hargreaves, like he said in the interview, you know, having having him as a roommate, it would be hilarious. Jared Warrior Hargreaves is one of the first blokes you'd pick in a team mm. just for culture because he's very very good at building teams. And to have Brandon rooming with him, I find it really. You've got young bull, old bull. Mm. I think I think it's more around um, Jared making sure he keeps a cap on top of Brandon. Yep, you know what I mean? So yep. now, good to talk to him. And and as as he said, mate, he's he's firing. He's ready to go. He's given up a you know the drink and and ready to ready to hit the ground running. Yeah, and I think if he puts the sort of passion that you see in that Melbourne Storm jersey into the Kiwis jersey, um, it's just going to get all of us. Up on our feet and uh, and cheering the boys on loud. So we're going to talk through each group um, hitting up until th- 4 o'clock. Um, I think what we'll start with, um, Kimby, is Group B and Group C rather than Group A because Group B and Group C are going to meet um, on that side of the draw in the quarterfinals and the semifinals. So the way it works is the Group B winner plays the Group C runner-up, the Group C winner plays the Group B runner-up, and then the winners of those games play in the semifinals. So they're all going to meet at some point. Um, let's start with Group B. Um, this is Australia's pool. Um, so Australia, Fiji, Scotland, and Italy. Um, we already we'll leave Australia till last because we already know everything about them. Maybe we just, let's just start with the two that people probably are writing off, which is Scotland and Italy. Do they offer anything at all, Kempi? Uh, look, a lot of the players in both the Scotland and Italy side are, are scattered throughout Australia. You know, you got Ewan Aiken going up there from the Warriors playing in the Scottish side, and uh, it's a it's a bit of a mismatch when you're going up against sides like Australia, sides like New Zealand, but. You know they are building some strength in, in through those groups, uh, but I can't see them being a serious threat to either either one of those uh, those other two sides at the top. Fiji and Australia should be too strong to win um, win through on that one. Yeah, so Fiji to me, uh, we talk a lot about Samoa and Tonga. I mean, they may not challenge for a title, but man, when you look at their squad on paper, so they got Wonga Blake, Regan Campbell, Gillard, uh, Kamakamitha, the Viliami Kikiaapi, Corusau. Um, there's some big names. Tani Milne's found his way into this, as is uh, Marcelo Montoya. Um, the Saifidi brothers, uh, Micah Sivo, of course, is going to turn out for them. So they got a couple of big hitters in there, Kempe. Could they, I mean, they're probably going to finish second, but could they challenge Aussie, you reckon, or too, too big a task? Oh, well, they showed us in the last World Cup, they, they definitely can, can do it. They, they beat the Kiwis in the quarters. Um, and, of, of course, you know, it looks like this time around, if we win our group, that we could face face Fiji in the first quarter. So, look, they've got a very good forward pack. The Sim brothers, you know, you've got Kikau out there on the edge. Um, the Safidis that have played plenty of Origin. I just don't know when you got when you go to Curacao at Hooker whether or not he's got the rest of the spine around him. Um, yeah, that that can just complement that forward pack. Yeah, but 
they're Fijians, mate. They'll play an expressive type of type of game, and if you get the, if they get their back up. You know, they'll, they'll be hard to stop. Yeah, and that's going to be the problem, I think, for, for a lot of these teams that do have stars in the forward packers getting that, particularly the halves. I mean, the, the Tonga and Samoa have always lacked, you know, world-class halves to carry that forward pack. So um, the good thing, I guess, for Fiji, Kempi, is that this is the first game um, this weekend for Fiji Australia. So they could almost... Um, surprise them you know what I mean different if Australia had a couple games under their belt but you know they're going to be pretty fresh too so I don't know potential upset on the cards what about um I mean Australia are by all measures the favorites for the competition um if you can just get past uh the jersey numbers on the back which gave me a migraine last <laughs> night trying to work it out seeing Anno Gal wearing a number nine jersey but they've named their team for for this weekend I mean, you talked about, I mean, the back line's insane. The forward pack, it's littered with origin players. They've got, you know, Nathan Cleary not on the team. I mean, that's, that says a lot about the depth they've got in their stocks. But, yeah, what, what, what for Australia do you think is going to be their biggest weakness or their the biggest concern for them? What do they have to watch out for? Uh, I think, you know, you're dead right about the back line. I just think the forwards and how he gets that mix right coming off the bench – whether or not he's got the middle to carry him through in the big games is really the question for me. Um, does he start in the in the back row with Nanai, you know, the 19-year-old at international level? It's a different game. You know, I know that he's played Queensland State, but I think at the at the top level coming through the semis, like, who does he go with? Does he go with recognised back rowers? Does he... Um, or does he put kids in there? And and I, I like the like of Cotter in the side. I mm. think Cotter coming off the bench should be quite good for them. They've definitely got a decent spine. Where does Nathan Cleary fit in? Does he fit in there above uh, Cherry Evans, or does does he just sit on the on the out, outskirts waiting for um, his opportunity again? And because Mel's made made it clear that he wants to start with Daly Cherry Evans, so I think it's a um, a polarising view of how they select the side because it looks like Mel selected a Queensland side yeah. as opposed to New South Wales. And mm-hmm. I think that could actually work in the Kiwis' favourite because that could actually be detrimental to the Aussies actually going um, further on in the tournament. The other part of the Australian side too is that they've got a lot of very good individual players, but whether or not they can play as a team collectively yes. is the question. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you, Kempi. Um, we're running out of time, so we've got to move on. So um, this weekend, Australia, Fiji uh, is on, and I think this might be in UK time, 15th of October, and then Scotland, Italy on the 16th. Of course, we're going to be doing running it straight throughout the World Cup, so we'll be talking about each game each weekend. So, uh, But that week, this weekend, those are the, uh, the Group B games, Australia, Fiji, Scotland, Italy. Uh, right, Group C, um, we've got New Zealand, Lebanon, Jamaica, and Ireland. Um, once again, Jamaica and Ireland probably not going to be challenging for one and two. But uh, any anyone in those squads who's playing for Ireland? There's got to be a couple of NRL oh, Luke, boys. Luke, in there. Car- Luke Carey's in the in the Irish side. You know he'll be able to add something to them. Um, decent kicking game maybe, but again he just doesn't have the stock around him uh, to, to to damage that group. I think um, you know it's really tough uh, to get out there over the first three rounds and try and get some wins up in a group such as the Kiwi group. So, you know, yep, a couple of sprink- a sprinkling of NRL players through there, but when you look at the other sides, mate, the Kiwi side especially, man, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, um, so the, the two obviously favourites in uh, Pool C are, are New Zealand and Lebanon. We've talked a lot about New Zealand, just quickly on Lebanon. Um, you know, they've got a sprinkling of NRL talent, particularly in the back line, Jacob Carraz, um, Josh Mansour, and then uh, Adam Dewey, Mitchell Moses in the halves. It's probably just going to be... I guess the Ford Pack, who are basically a, a name of relatively unknowns, um, Kempe. So they'll probably make it through, but um, you'd think that 
quarterfinals is probably as far as Lebanon goes. Yeah, look, I think I think the good thing about uh, Lebanon with Mitchell Moses and Dooley, especially, they've got some some resemblance of a decent spine, and they just need the job done through their forward pack. And, they, and they've shown that they can play some pretty exciting football. So look to Mitchell Moses, he'll, he'll create something. Um, I think they'll get the other two teams in that division and should actually go through with New Zealand into that quarterfinal spot. So this weekend, Jamaica out of Group C, sorry, Jamaica Island um, and New Zealand Lebanon. Those are the two games this weekend. Like I said, we'll wrap all of that next Wednesday um, on running it straight. Um, so Group B and Group C, they're going to meet in the corner final. The Group B winner faces the Group C runner-up. The Group C winner places uh, faces the Group B runner-up, and the winner of that plays in the semi-final. So looking at that, Kempi, you're probably saying it's uh, Australia 1 in Group B and Fiji 2. Yeah, 100%. And, and then in Group C, New Zealand 1 and Lebanon 2. Yeah. So you'd have uh, New Zealand, Fiji, Australia, Leb- Lebanon in the quarterfinal. Yeah, uh, and, and, and the only smoky in that one is Ireland. If they can get one over Lebanon, um, Ireland might sneak in above them. But I think Mitchell Moses and Dooley, that, that combination might get them home. Rightio. So uh, we will take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we will have a look at Group A and Group D. That uh, features Tonga, Samoa, Papua New Guinea and a whole bunch else. Uh, if you want to text through, you can text on double eight double three. Always love your feedback on the Temper Bed Post text machine. Uh, you're listening to Running It Straight. Thanks to Gull, fueling your mission all year round. We'll be back after this. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.